How many are ready to receive the word of God this morning? Hallelujah. I trust that you are, because I'm going to have a good time this morning. And uh, it's okay to have a good time in church. <laughs> Praise his holy name. I don't, Lord, I mean, slow down, because I don't even know where I'm going in my Bible. I'm just going through the pages. Thank you, Jesus. And I Praise the Lord. What did you just say? Yeah, praise God. Ron, what did you say that for? <laughs> Ephesians 5.18. Ephesians 5.18. And as you're turning there, let's pray. Father, right now, we just th thank you for the Spirit of God, who is the Spirit of truth. We ask your Holy Spirit right now to lead us and guide us into the truth of the Word of God. We expect to receive revelation this morning. Revelation that's going to enable us to rise up and be who you've called us to be and do what you've called us to do. And Lord God, by your grace, we're not just going to be hearers of the word. We're going to become doers thereof. And because we're doers, as the Bible tells us, we shall be blessed. I thank you for this now in Jesus' name. And everyone in agreement said, Amen. Amen. Ephesians 5.18, and do not be drunk with wine or beer or whiskey or any other alcoholic beverage. Thank you. <laughs> In which is dissipation. But be filled with the Spirit. Everybody say be filled with the Spirit. I was telling uh, Brother Ron there about, uh, I pulled an article off of the internet. It's from Charisma uh, Magazine, I think it is, but it's Charisma, something like that on the uh, internet. It's called 50 Reasons I Don't Drink. Because right now there is a lot of ministries that are opening themselves up and saying it's okay to drink now. And um, I, I'm not going to sit here. I'm not going to get on my little pulpit in this area from this and preach from. Anyway, the bottom line is, is this. I know from where I came. I know what alcohol did to me. I know the, the destruction that happened as a result of my drinking and drugging. I know the people I hurt. I know I could have hurt a whole bunch more, but for the mercy of the Lord. And so I will never, ever put a stamp of approval, approval on drinking alcohol. I will not. And I don't care. You can argue with me till you're blue in the face. But I, if the Lord leads me to, I will bring those to you and let you read through them. This is... This, this list of uh, 50 reasons I don't drink is from a pastor of a church who was an alcoholic. So basically, it's, it's like someone like me who came out of that kind of junk. And so they, they're speaking from experience is what I'm trying to say. And for example, one of the things she said, even the world knows there's something wrong when you're standing with a Bible in one hand and a beer in the other. Just saying, just saying. And, 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 and again, I'm not, please, I, I'm not in the, God's not in the condemning business. I'm not in the condemning business either. I'm speaking from my heart. I'm speaking from where I'm, I'm coming from in this area. And, and, and I know I've seen too many people's lives hurt and destroyed and killed because of alcohol and because of drugs. I know that this might be a touchy, touchy subject. But if it's something that's going to cause death and destruction or the possibility of death and destruction in somebody's life, 
Why do we need to do it? Do you understand how I'm saying that? I mean, I can just drink water. And every now and then I get a wild hair and I'll drink a root beer. But, 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 the, but the, 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 I, I, I want you to be hearing from my heart right now. I want you to be hearing from my heart. All right. We'll get more into this in just a moment. Hallelujah. Everybody love your pastor right now. He sure did. He get awfully quiet in here. Hallelujah. Now we looked at that. Uh, the tense of the Greek for those words, be filled. You know what tense means? It can be future tense, present tense, past tense. But the, the tense for the, the, those Greek words, for, I mean the Greek words for be filled, makes clear that such a spirit-filled condition doesn't stop with a single experience. But should be maintained by continually being filled. By continually being filled. Once again, the Amplified Bible says it this way. But ever be filled and stimulated with the Holy Spirit. Or you could say, be being filled with the Spirit. It's to be an ongoing process. It's got to be a lifestyle for you and me. It's got to be a lifestyle for you and me. Being filled with the Spirit. And that's what we started the series last week on be being filled. I hope you're ready for this. Because again, I am convinced this will help change your life for the better. More so than you could ever imagine right now. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Once again, Smith Wigglesworth, I said this last week. uh, He said this about being filled with the Spirit. The only safeguard from dropping back to our natural mind from which we can receive nothing from God is to be filled and filled again with the Holy Spirit. Doing that gets you out beyond all human thoughts and plans into the fullness of the vision of the Lord Jesus Christ. Howard Carter, another mighty man of God, said this, Speaking with other tongues is not only the initial evidence of the baptism of the Holy Spirit, but it's a continual evidence of the baptism of the Holy Spirit and being filled with the Spirit. Now, he went on to say this. This is so good. Speaking in other tongues is a flowing stream that should never dry up. It will enrich you spiritually and assist you in the worship of God. Oh, I can attest to that. When I got filled with the Holy Ghost, my ability to worship God just went way up. And it is so incredible now to be able to worship God in the Spirit. Amen. And then I also mentioned this last week, but it bears repeating. Dad Hagen, Kenneth E. Hagen said this. The most spectacular miracles in his life and ministry, including the greatest financial miracles, happened after an extended period of time of praying in other tongues. Meaning praying in the Spirit for more than one hour. Amen. Are you starting to see how being filled with the Spirit is of utmost, of utmost importance for you and for me. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Can you see why the Holy Spirit has us on this topic during this day and hour that we're currently living in? I mean, woo, the temptations are greater than ever. You know, it's so uh, 
so funny because I can remember when my dad and mom would tell about when they were kids and some of the things that they faced in life. And, 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 and I, don't ever, I don't know if you've ever seen it before. You go look at the ten biggest uh, prob- or the five biggest problems they had in high school back in the 50s or 60s. They show the list, including my, you know, talking back to the teacher or throwing paper wads at people. And nowadays, they show the, the, the five biggest issues in high school. You know, guns and knives and, 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 you know, sex on campus and all these other things. It's just, it's so elevated. The darkness is growing darker. The darkness is growing darker. And temptation is everywhere you look out there. I go, what I like to do is I like to kind of scan the news now. I don't like to spend a whole bunch of time like I, I used to really get consumed with it way too much. And my wife would say that, amen. But what I like to do now is kind of like scan the headlines of what's going on in the world as far as news is concerned. And there's one particular website that I go to. But on this particular website, all I'm doing is looking through the headlines. And over on the right-hand side is, is an, an advertisement for bikinis. I'm like, why does there have to be an advertisement for bikinis on this site? And I'm telling you, they do not have big, ugly women that are, are modeling the bikinis. That's the truth. Why would they have to have that on a news site? The point I'm trying to make is this. It's everywhere you go. Honey, let's go to the mall. We'll go to the mall. We rarely go to the mall. But when we go to the mall, I have to practice the bounce method. For those who are unfamiliar with the bounce method, it goes like this. When I'm walking down the mall, and over here is Victoria's Secret, where everything is almost shown, my wife would simply say to me, oh, there's Victoria's Secret, and I bounce my head away from Victoria's Secret, because I know if I do bounce my head from Victoria's Secret, I, <laughs> she will bounce my head. Shucks. She's a tough one. (laughs) The point I'm trying to make in a roundabout way is there's temptations everywhere. There's temptations everywhere. I, uh, uh, we were kind of talking about, I was talking to, uh, Riley and how, uh, my wife had said something back and I don't remember how long ago this was, but they used to, to make dresses so that ladies ankles couldn't be seen ankles the ankle you think that would fly today i mean it's like hello why don't you put a little clothes on oh i got a dress on oh you do do you i'm again i'm just saying it's out there guys so what am i saying what why am i bringing that up you need to be filled with the spirit you need to stay full of the holy ghost Because if you're not full of the Holy Ghost, you're going to find yourself yielding to your flesh. Hello? The Bible says that your your flesh and your heart, your born-again heart, uh, are at enmity or at odds with one another. Your flesh wants to do what feels good. Your heart wants to do what's right in the eyes of God. And guess what? If you're feeding this flesh... And you're all you're doing is going out there and you're staring at these things and you're allowing these thoughts to come into your head and you're pondering these things. Pretty soon you're going to find yourself yielding to the flesh instead of doing what your heart is telling you to do. 
So what do you, how do you combat that? You stay full of the Spirit. You come to a church that preaches the Word. You spend time praying in the presence of Almighty God. You spend time praising Him and worshiping Him. You get your mind renewed with the truth of the Bible. Amen. And so then when the temptation comes, instead of yielding to the flesh, instead of yielding to the temptation and entering into sin, you now yield to your heart and do the right thing in the eyes of God, like I said. Now, I know that might sound pretty easy, but if you have flesh, and you do, because you're sitting right out there. If you have flesh, it fights you. My wife and I have decided, this is what we're doing right now. And I, I put this out to you. You can do it however you want to. But we're on a 21-day period of praying and fasting. And it isn't necessary that you have to fast food. You can fast time. You can fast, you know, I'm not going to watch television for 21 days. We've made a decision. We're not going to eat sweets. Oh, dear Jesus. For 21 days. <laughs> Why did I say all that? But anyway, <laughs> but <laughs> I know what I said that for. Because it, <laughs> I know that my flesh really likes sweets. I, I admit it. I like ice cream. I really like pies. With what, James? Lots of cool whip on it. Oh, hallelujah. I can't wait to get to heaven. Never mind. Thank you, Jesus. I like sweets. So for me, this is a sacrifice. This is something I'm having to put my flesh under. Amen. But why am I doing it? Because I want to start this new year with my focus solely on him. I don't want to have anything distracting me from him. I want to build my heart up, stay full of the Spirit of God, so when the temptations come, and they will come, I'm not going to yield to the temptation. I'm going to yield to my heart. And I know because I yield to my heart, I'm going to be fulfilling my destiny. Glory to God. And reaching people for him, for Jesus Christ. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I haven't even got to my notes hardly. Now, I want you to notice this. <laughs> Brought this out last week. Isn't it kind of, what's the word I want to use? I'll just say it this way. Isn't it kind of crazy the way being filled with the Spirit is compared with getting drunk? Isn't it? I mean, I've always kind of, I think that's so amazing the way God compares the two. But see, I know why He did it. I said, I know why he did it. We went and we looked at Acts chapter 2. When, on the day of Pentecost, the Spirit of God fell. And, and it was the first time people got filled with the Holy Ghost. And they began to speak with other tongues. They came down out of the upper room. And all the people there that heard all this commotion going on looked over this upper room. Here come these 12. Well, there was more of them up there. But they came, up out of, came down out of the upper room. And, and they're speaking in other tongues, magnifying God. And people heard them speaking in their own language. And like I said to you, if that's all it was, then guess what? They wouldn't say that they looked like they were drunk, would they? If you're just hearing someone speaking another drunk language, I don't think they're drunk. Are you hearing me? But something was going on to where the people began to criticize them and say to them, you're drunk. Now, if they were not behaving like drunks, why didn't Peter just stand up and say, they're not drunk? He didn't do that, did he? 
In fact, go to Acts chapter 2. I don't have this. This is, I wanted to re-show this. It says this. They're speaking in all these other tongues. These guys are saying, man, they're speaking in our, our language and everything else. And all these Galileans and so forth. And so verse 12 of Acts 2 says, so they were all amazed and perplexed, saying to one another, whatever could this mean? And then the 13, others mocking, said they're full of new wine. They drunk. They drunk as skunk. But Peter, standing up with the 11, verse 14, raised his voice and said to them, Men of Judea and all who dwell in Jerusalem, let this be known to you and heed my words. Why did he say it like that? Because what he was preparing to say was something that was going to go beyond their human comprehension into the spirit. And I want you to catch what he says here. He says, for these are not drunk as you suppose. They're not drunk on wine. They're not drunk on beer. They're not drunk on whiskey. They're not drunk on vodka. Or I don't even know if they had that back then. But anyway, they're not drunk on alcohol. They're not drunk like you suppose. Oh, they be drunk. Because they just got filled with the Holy Ghost. I said they just got filled with the Holy Ghost. They just got filled with the Holy Ghost. Like I said last week, if you were in here, I was having a good Holy Ghost hoedown. Because I guarantee you, when they come down out of that upper room, they're shouting. They're laughing. They're probably stumbling over one another. They're so full of the Holy Ghost, hallelujah, that people looked at them and said, you're drunk. And Peter said, nope, they're not drunk. Like you suppose. Can you see right here in the Holy Bible why being drunk is compared with being filled with the Spirit? The Bible says in the Psalms that in the presence of God is fullness of joy. I, 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 I sometimes don't think you stop and really think about what's being said there. I know what it's like to experience fullness of joy. When I get full of joy, the thing that happens in my life, maybe not you, but in my life, I laugh. <laughs> yeah, I laugh. I'm going to tell you something. I've been in services. When I went to Rama with that beautiful woman, I was with Pastor Jim and Donna and her and me, and the Spirit of God fell in this place. This was not anything that was made up by a man. Because what happened, the Spirit of God fell on it, and, 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 and it was like waves would come through that place. Literally, you could see it just coming down, and it would hit you. And it, would come, and it was like it would subside for a moment, and then it would come again and hit you again. And I'm telling you, people, in that day and age, we, we dressed, we, we wore suits, we had ties on, ladies had dresses on, and, and, and in other words, we're supposed to be prim and proper. We're in church, we can't, we got to be prim and proper. It wasn't prim and proper in that place. I mean, when you're looking up on the stage, and this is a big church, you're looking up on the stage, and the Spirit of God hits the praise and worship team, and every one of them begin to pray in the Holy, I mean, uh, play in the Holy Ghost. Not pray, play. They're playing a spiritual song together in the Holy Ghost. What do you think that does to you? Oh, hallelujah. It is something else. And then... All around you, people begin to laugh. And people begin to just, 
I mean, I mean, I'm not talking. You ever, you, you, if you've been coming to this church for a long time, you two haven't. But I mean, most of you have seen someone gets prayed for. Sometimes they go out under the power. People say, what is that all about? Let me tell you something. When God and a human come in contact, guess what's going to give? Jesus in the garden, what did Jesus say when the, 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 the Romans came to get him? The soldiers came to get him? He said, he said, I am. And when he said, I am, they fell back. God coming in contact with man. Boosh. And I've seen that. And listen, I've seen, and this is so cool, again, where whole rows, not one, two, three people, probably 50, 75, 100 people at one time. I've, I, I've watched Reinhardt Bonke meetings. Have you ever gone and watched Reinhard Bonnke meetings when he was over there in Africa before he, he just went home to be with the Lord? He would stand there in these services with, listen, over a million people in one place. A million. Can you imagine? And they're not sitting in chairs. They're standing. And it's, our, you know, it's amazing. They're there for what reason? Because of Jesus. And all of a sudden, either Reinhard Bonnke would say something or the worship leader. And the whole place, I mean a whole bunch, I mean like rows upon rows upon rows upon rows of these people just fall out under the power of God. Oh my friends, see the devil has twisted. I said this last week, he's twisted what God meant for us to enjoy. And made it something that's perverse called drinking alcohol and getting drunk with wine, getting drunk with beer, getting drunk with any kind of alcohol. Oh, glory to God, there's nothing like being drunk in the Holy Ghost. I tell you, I know, I know, I know. You go to most churches today, you're not going to hear the preacher up there talking about getting drunk in the Holy Ghost. Boy, do they, are they missing out? I said, are they missing out? This, I'm so far, I'm, I don't even know where I'm at in my Hear me, what I'm saying here. Getting drunk, why do people like to get drunk? Why do people like to, why do they keep going back to it? I used to get drunk with the best of them. I mean, I, I, I would travel, go see my friends at one college. The whole way there, I'm drinking. I drink two 12-packs on the way there, a, a, a whole 12-pack. It was only an hour drive. I'm just drinking and drinking and drinking and get there. Whoa, <laughs> let's go party. Ah. And then, you know, later on that night, bleh. just telling off for myself and probably most of you can testify. I'm not asking to see your hands. But the bottom line is, is this. People keep getting up and doing it again. I, I, I know I know what it's like to hold, to hug the toilet. And the, the next day feels so horrible. You don't want to look at food. You don't want to look at anybody. You don't want to get up out of the bed. Because you're hungover. But then the next Friday. Hey, hey Dan, you want to go? Hey, we're going to go get drunk. You want to go get drunk? Hey, let's do it. People do it. And it's like the drugs. I remember, I mean, I can, I, I mean, I, don't, I mean, if God, I probably didn't because that gets under the blood. Thank you, Jesus. But I mean, I don't know how many times I said, I will never do this again. I will never do this again. I would go 
probably three days in a row without sleeping. Snorting cocaine. Snorting cocaine. To the point when I blew my nose, blood poured out. Isn't that crazy? And I'd get down and I'd come crashing down and you'd, you'd just sleep for a day. Come kind of get yourself back to some kind of, you know, being able to survive and get, go and go out and do things normally. And, 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 and I said I'd never do it again. I would never do that again. And yet, all it took was a phone call. Hey, I got some. Come on over. And I was there. Why do people do that? Well, I wrote down some reasons. What are my notes? Praise you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Why is it so popular to get drunk? Why is it so popular to get high? Number one, people want to enjoy themselves and have some fun. Number two, they want to experience the excitement and exhilaration of going on a trip without having to go anywhere. Number three, they want to escape from reality and the drudgery of everyday life. That's a big one. And number four, they just want to laugh. They just want to laugh. I want to say something to you, and it might be a shock to many of you, but being like that and wanting to experience that is not all bad. The issue is how you go about doing it. The issue is about how you go about doing it. Friends, you've got to understand, and this is so, you need to grasp this. God created us to not just exist live he's placed something inside of you and he's placed something inside of me a great desire in our hearts to experience more more excitement more fun more living and yet so many people just get up every day and go through the motions life has become so boring so meaningless then when you add all the challenges of life and, and all the problems of everyday living, it's no wonder that people end up at bars saying, give me a drink, make it a double. What are Christians to do when we start to feel that way? We need to take a drink. I said we need to take a drink, just not a drink of alcohol. We need to get high, but not with drugs. Are you listening to me this morning? Oh, thank you, Jesus. Friends, listen. We need to be filled with the Holy Ghost. We need to get drunk in the Holy Ghost. We need to get high on the Most High God. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Is what I'm saying biblical? I'm just, I know I, I probably could go preach this in the majority of the, 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 the churches in this area, and they would say, get out of here. What is wrong with you? But see, I will never preach anything that does not line up with the Bible. It's not based upon the Bible. I am convinced again, this is what the devil has done, twisted it, and, and made it something that's so bad. And it is bad. Be, oh, thank you, Jesus. 
We have got to recognize and understand that the devil is not stupid. Oh, he is, but you understand what I'm saying. He's been around a long time. I said he's been around a long time. And he has got people hoodwinked into believing something that has nothing to do with that Bible. Oh, thank you, Jesus. The absolutely best way to keep bad things out is to be full of the good things. Did you hear that? The best way to overcome the temptation to get high or to get drunk is to be full of the Spirit. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. And let me tell you from experience, when you get the real deal, when you get the real deal, when you get drunk with the Holy Ghost, when you get filled with the Spirit, when you get high on the Most High, you don't want any of those lousy substitutes any longer. Are you hearing me? Thank you, Jesus. I've experienced both of them, and I can stand here before you with 100% authority and say to you, God's way is the best way. Might I even say it's truly the only way. Thank you, Jesus. Friends, no matter how you slice it or dice it, getting drunk with alcohol or getting high on drugs doesn't even begin to compare with being filled with the Spirit. Any person who keeps doing those things, the worst things you're going to get in that person's life. Any person who, who keeps doing those kinds of things Things are going to get worse in his or her life. There are so many people who are no longer with us today because of drinking too much or getting high too often. What ends up happening is the more you yield to it, the more it gets a grip on your life. Until you get to a place where you no longer think you can function properly or survive without it. You become Addicted to it. But I'm living proof. I'm living proof. That even when I had all out this junk to get a grip of my life. It still wasn't too big. Or too much for my God to set me free from. And he can do it in an instant. Because he did it for me that way. Glory to God. And now instead of being drunk with wine or whiskey or beer, and now instead of getting high on marijuana or cocaine or, or, or ecstasy or acid or any other kind of drunk, I now drink my fill of the Holy Ghost. Whew. Glory to God. Instead of being addicted to drugs, I'm addicted to Jesus. Woo! Thank you, Jesus. I get so high on the Holy Ghost, I soar above the storms of life. <laughs> Thank you. And when I get up in the morning, I don't feel bad. I feel good. Praise you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, thank you, Jesus. I, 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 could, I know Ron wants to stand up and dance with me. Glory to God. I, this, there's, there's just something that happens in your life when you've been, we're so, I was so bound. I had the chains all around me. I was in a jail cell. And, and the devil was laughing at me. I couldn't get out. I didn't know what to do. And so finally I said, Jesus! And he came running to my life. Picked me up. And he broke the chains. 
He broke the chains. He destroyed the jail cell. And today I stand before you free. I'm a free man in Christ. And now I get to experience him. I get to go up high in him. I know that there's nothing like this. Hallelujah. 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 We are to be filled with the Spirit. We are to be filled with the Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Everybody say, be filled with the Spirit. Whoo, thank you, Jesus. I tell you, we don't need spirits. We got the Spirit. The Holy Spirit. It's so cool. Because, see, you can get drunk and as, you can get as drunk and as high in the Holy Ghost as much as you want to and as often as you want to. Isn't that cool? And when you do this, it doesn't make things worse in your life. It makes things better. Whew. Instead of things being out of control, your life becomes more secure and steady. Instead of feeling guilty and condemned and discouraged and hung over... You can now experience God's peace and joy and absolutely no hangover whatsoever. Glory to God. Woo. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Fortunately, unfortunately, most Christians will never experience this. Either because they don't know about it, they're ignorant to what the Bible says about these things. Or because they don't do what the Spirit of God is leading them to do. Oh, thank you, Lord. In other words, they never put their flesh under and press it to God with all their hearts. They're just content to go along in life, satisfied with where they're at. Not realizing they're missing out on so much more that God has for them. So much more. So much more. And again, they just wake up. Go through the motions. Go to bed. Wake up. Go through the motions. Oh, it's the weekend. I'm going to go out and do some stuff. But then Monday rolls around. Oh, I hate Mondays. i got to go back to work. Friends, when you are high on the Holy Ghost, when you're filled with the Spirit, wake up on Monday. Glory to God. You don't wake up with a frown. You wake up with a smile on your face. You wake up excited about going and taking on life. You wake up with the idea of, glory to God, could this be the day, Lord, that you use me to lay my hands on the sick and I'll see them recover. You get excited about life. You're no longer just existing. You're living. This is what being filled with the Spirit is all about. I, and, and, and again, listen, I just since I need to say this again. Do not feel condemned in this place. For me to condemn you, I'd be a hypocrite. I've shared my story. Most of you know my testimony. I would be a hypocrite. For me to throw a rock at you, what a hypocrite. If I started to condemn you, I would ask you to leave this church. Because it wouldn't be right. But I, 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 I will never do that. But I will do this. I will share where I used to be and where I now am. And I will share with you where I now am is way better than where I used to be. Oh, thank you, Jesus. You don't have, I don't have to do things in the dark. I don't have to do things underhandedly. 
I don't have to wonder where I'm going to get the money from to buy my drugs. Who am I going to steal from? Who am I going to take it from? Who, who am I going to get in a fight with tonight? How ignorant is that lifestyle? All I'm trying to do, you know what's, what's so wrong? You know, you go into most churches today, they would say to you, don't drink, don't get high. And that's a good thing. But don't stop there. Don't stop there. Just tell the people, because see, what ends up happening is it comes across as a bunch of religious do's and don'ts. Well, I don't want that. I want you to, it, yeah, you should know not to do something that's going to destroy your life or possibly kill your life or those around you. But you're also going to hear in here, be filled with the Spirit. Get high on the, on the Most High God. Drink of the Holy Ghost. It's not just for a select you it's for all of us if you are born again you now qualify to receive the filling of the holy ghost it's a gift from god and i don't know about you i don't think i might be the smartest person in this world but i know i I know i have enough sense if it's a gift from god i want it god will never give me anything nothing that would harm my life or the people i love Everything from him is to better my life, to make my life better. And here in Ephesians 5.18, it says, do not be drunk with wine in which is dissipation. You know that word dissipation isn't a word we use a lot. Has anybody used the word dissipation in a sentence lately? It actually means, I don't even know where I have it, debauchery, depravity. I have no idea where I got the rest of it in my notes. Uh, without restraint, acting foolishly, acting without restraint. That's what happens when you get drunk. Don't look at me in those, those you know, holier than thou. I, I've been there. I know when you get drunk, you lack without restraint. That's why so many people end up dead. But it says not to be drunk with wine, but, everybody say, but be filled with the Spirit. Oh, thank you, Lord. I endeavor to pray in the Holy Ghost every day, and I'm really getting on this now. The moment I heard not one, but at least two, possibly three, different ministers say the very same thing, because I've been seeking the Lord. I've been saying to God, God, I want to see, see the miracles. I want to see the signs and wonders. I, exp- I want you to use me to do these things. God, I want this. I want this. I want this. I want this. And I know my heart. I know it's true. I expect to do the works of Jesus because I believe on him. He said, if I believe in him, the works that I, he did, I'll do also. He said that. I believe it. But I want it to be happening. It was like, then I heard all these ministers say what Brother Hagin said. All of the major miracles signs and wonders that happened in his ministry came as a result of spending hours praying in the spirit oh there's my answer there's my answer i said there's my answer there's my answer and what's what ends up happening when you learn how to do this and it's not hard to learn to do it all of a sudden these things will start rising up in you god ideas god god saying do this and you go why haven't i done that before why didn't i think of that before because you have been filled with the spirit you haven't been staying filled with the spirit oh my goodness gracious it just takes you to the next level 
It, 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 you know, I'm getting so, I'm so off of my notes, but it's okay. Because see, when you pray in the Spirit, and I'll close with this thought. The Bible says in 1 Corinthians, I believe it's chapter 14, when you pray in the Spirit, it edifies yourself. It edifies you, the Bible calls it. You know what edif- that means, edifies you? It means to take some, have you ever had your, your battery on your car go dead? Anybody have that happen? What do you do? You take jumper cables, right? Hook it onto a, a, a live battery, and then you put it on your dead battery, and that live battery charges up the dead battery until it can start the car up. But see, what happens when you're praying in the Holy Ghost, <laughs> what happens is, is, is you're taking spiritual jumper cables, and you're sticking it on the live God that we serve, and then next you're hooking it up to that heart of yours, and as you're praying in the Holy Ghost, it's like... <laughs> Pretty soon you get so full of God. Watch out, world. Here I come. God wants us to live that way. I'm not saying you have to act like me, so strange and weird, all happy up here like I am. But this is who I is. I know from whence I came. I used to have a good time partying in the world. I have a better time partying in the Lord. I cannot express to you. I get filled with the Holy Ghost. I get high on the most high. I drink of the Holy Ghost. It's for every one of you. If you will simply learn to set aside time and do this. It might be for 10 minutes as you're driving to work. It might be in your shower for 5 minutes or however long you take a shower. It, it, it just, just, God, or just say, Lord, I'm going. I'm turning the television off. I don't have to watch Beverly Hills 905 million Julian, whatever the name of the show is. I don't need to watch these shows. I don't need to watch that show. I don't need to watch this show. Click, turn the TV off, and go into your private place. Nobody around, no distractions, and you pray and seek the face of God. And it might start off real dry. It might start off like you're going, oh my goodness. Where, what's going on with this? But as you continue to press into him, and you keep on praying, and you keep on praying, and you keep on praying, all of a sudden you'll hit a gully washer. You know what I'm talking about by a gully washer? When those rains come down in Texas, man, all of a sudden they come down so hard, it washes out the gully. It's just so strong. And what happens when you're praying in the Holy Ghost? All of a sudden you hit a gully washer, and God comes flooding into your room. It changes you forever. God is there. God's speaking to you. God is revealing things to you. And you get excited. Oh, glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. And Brother Hagin said he got to the place in his life where, where it used to take him an hour to get over into the Spirit. He could enter in right away. I want that. I cannot say I'm there yet, but I'm on my way. Well, you sit down and you're there. Just you and the Lord. How can I put into words something that really there are no words for it? If you've ever been high before, then I'm telling you right now, when God comes into your, where you're at and you experience his presence, it blows that right out the door. There's nothing like it. I said there's nothing like it. It will change you. Change your life forever. And for the better.
Hallelujah. Be filled with the Spirit. Everybody say, be filled with the Spirit. I don't know how much of my notes I got into, but that's okay. Because I trust that you're getting something. I want to keep talking to you and sharing these things with you. Because again, I know God has been dealing with me for over a year now about this. I so want to be positioned to be used by Him in this last day and hour. And I know the only way I am going to fulfill my destiny and be able to do these things for the Lord is to be filled with the Spirit. Amen. Do you know that I sat there watching football? I mean, I had spent a bunch of the day on Saturday up to the football games. I was watching the, the Ravens get destroyed. Sorry, Kelby. But anyway, I'm watching the games praying in the Spirit. You can watch football praying in the Spirit. I done done it. <laughs> then I got, once the game was over, I went to my office and I kept at it. And, 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 and what ends up happening is the more you do it, pretty soon you'll find yourself just walking throughout your house praying in the Holy Ghost. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. It's so good. I said it's so good. And it will make your life so much better. Hallelujah. I want to say this in closing. I think I already said that once, but I'm going to say this because it's important. If you're not filled with the Holy Ghost, please give us a chance to take you, to, give me a chance in the Spirit of God, the opportunity to take you to the Word of God and show you. I will cover questions that so many people have about being filled with the Spirit. I will answer objections that so many denominations and people out there, religious people, have against the baptism of the Holy Ghost. I will answer those questions. I want to see everyone in this room filled with the Holy Ghost because I know what it does for you. For those who are filled with the Holy Ghost in here right now, you could probably raise your hand and say, yes, Pastor Dan. I know what it's done for my life. I want it for every one of you. Amen. Glory to God. But I, 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 I believe God is wanting to do this right now, not just for us as an individual, although it is for us individually. I think God's wanting, I, I don't, forgive me, say it that way, Lord. I believe God is wanting us to do this, have this happen corporately, this church body, getting a hold of something here, because it's going to take us higher and higher in the spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Are you ready to go up higher? Because I am. I want more of him. How about you? Thank you. Do you know that God wants this more than you want it? Oh, thank you, Lord. Let's pray. Father, right now in Jesus' name, I thank you for the word. I thank you, Lord God, that the people receive this word as not coming from...